Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. I wanted to uh, welcome you first and then we'll jump in. So I wanted to thank you guys for, first of all, for create, you know, being involved in the film and, and Nate, you were like heavily involved. I was on the board of trustees and I'm actually, I'm third generation to attend the school wow. and I have a son there now. Oh, cool. Okay. And Evan, you are the director. So this is a story of St. Bernard's. I keep wanting to say Bernard, but it's St. Bernard's in Massachusetts. It's a Catholic high school. It's been open for what, hundred years, something like Correct. that. Yep. Yeah. Due to a lot of mitigating factors, but one of the things I mentioned in the film was that uh, the decline in attendance at church was affecting enrollment in the schools. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So and that's, the, a, and that's a nationwide issue, not just in central Massachusetts or around the state. So that's right. why the film, I, I think, I hope really resonates beyond merely central Massachusetts. Right. right. You're, you're all, on top of the school closings. You're also seeing parish consolidations all over the country. Okay. Which is for people that might not be church knowledgeable and that's when they basically smaller churches join together or even bigger churches they join together because there's just not attendance and there's not the funds right correct yeah and so this is a school and this is one of many according to the film that were was in danger of closing and a lot of them did close there i think there were like four or five that they mentioned like boom 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 these are all closed and we could go we're not going to but we could go into a deep dive of why attendance was down. We're not going to do that. But <laughs> that that was one of the factors. It, it, and I, I'm not Catholic, but I know I have friends whose kids were in school, Catholic school, and were told if they didn't up their tithes or catch up on their tithing, that their kids would be basically kicked out. You know, they wouldn't be allowed to go there anymore. So for St. Bernard's that had this long history in town and they had a popular and winning football team, which is really important in high school. We all know that, right? The team is good. You get the boosters, you get the, you know, the, the parents, they're all in, huh? No pun intended, but they're all <laughs> in for the school. And this film, it shows the measures that you guys on the board of trustees went to, you went to meetings, you talked, did everything you could to save your school, including the possibility of becoming a charter school. Yeah, that was one of the very early on, that was one of the options that was entertained. Um, you know, they just didn't want to lose the community, but the more they thought about it and the more that they did research, they really wanted to retain the faith-based nature of the school. Right. Especially in the area of Massachusetts. It's, it's outside of Boston, right? Am I right? In yep, that area? Yeah, we're, uh, we are north-central Massachusetts. We're actually about 10 miles from the New Hampshire border. Right. So Catholicism is huge in that area. And that's yes, specific. correct. Yep. So this is a big deal. If one of your Catholic high schools is in danger of closing amongst a bunch of other closings, this is this is a massive citywide, townwide. Every single person is going to throw in their, their two cents and their help keep the school open. Uh, there, there's a lot of people that are going to pitch in. It wasn't just the people that belonged specifically to the school community the Fitchburg community at large definitely did pitch in and lend a hand when it came to certain things during the process 
Yeah, Pop, I, I can tell you, like, at the risk of telling you stuff that's like on the cutting room floor, Nate, early on when we were filming, took us on a tour of Fitchburg and all of the Catholic school institutions that had closed, Notre Dame High School, St. Anthony's, all these schools that had been closed throughout the course of his lifetime, schools that he remember being you know, really tied to the fabric of the community. And so St. Bernard's was merely kind of the last of a dying breed there. And that's what made, I think, the the quest to keep it open so important to the community and also such a such a special um journey that's a great point absolutely and i can just imagine you know people people have nostalgia for like stores that close blockbuster for example you know they're always talking about oh god i missed that but schools close you know these facilities they close i wouldn't say every day let's not exaggerate but they they often close and it's due to uh, low enrollment, uh, funding, things like that. And it, it's happening all the time. And I don't think people pay as much attention to it unless a film like this brings it to their attention. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, go ahead, Nate. Well, I was just going to say it's um, I had been away from the school uh, involvement for a few years and I had come back and I came back in the midst of, of, all of the the efforts and that's when i um reached out to jeff bowler from wonder film who's one of the executive producers jeff and i actually attended st bernard's together and wow. um i said listen this is what's going on do we have do we have a documentary here and he said absolutely and that's when he brought evan and greg backer from um, from Foglight on and said, these are the guys that will make the best documentary about your story. Yeah, when we first talked to Nate and Jeff about the film, like Nate told us the whole history of of the not only of the school itself, but the wider community and what the people were like and what Coach Bingham, who you know, the coach of the school, uh, who's in the film, and Principal Linda Anderson, who's in the film, and and what we realized was this is not just a place that has a good football team but or and a great story but has a real legacy in the community. I mean these are generations of mm-hmm. of families that are tied to this school and so the fact that it was closing was not only just a, a one year kind of impact but it was something that had resonance over decades over you know that was going to uh, that was going to be felt in families um, beyond just the ones who are enrolled now. I mean, the the I got to say, like a part of a, a big part of the making of the film is a it was an independently funded fund financed documentary, and a lot of the funding came through Nate's great work and sweat from within the community. It was it was a grassroots effort um, because these people care about this place. These people, mm-hmm. you know, these people love this school, um, and so. It, it, it's really like I used the word fabric of the community before. Like, if they had lost this hundred-year-old institution, even though they're coming from kind of a wider area than than merely downtown Fitchburg, it, it would have been felt. It would have resonated, and it would have been a, a real blow uh, to the community. Right, absolutely. And like Nate said, he's three generations. So, you know, a, a parent, uh, him, his son, he said, was in school now, and I can relate to that. I went to the same high school as my father and my uncle, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. 
to have that, you know, shared bond to have the same, you know, high school mascot. I, I get that. I get, it's not just you. It's not just your kid. Kids are more resilient. They might be like, Oh God, I have to finish, you know, high school at X, Y, Z school instead of this one. That really sucks, but okay, whatever the rest of my life. But for older folks, (laughs) these are your memories. These are that, that golden age, right? Those high school. Hundred percent. The um, there's a clip. Uh, I think it's actually part of the credits, um, where you see the mayor of Fitchburg. Yeah. That day, we actually awarded him a Super Bowl ring. He is a St. Bernard's graduate in 1971, and wow. played football for St. Bernard's. Yeah, the, the school has actually graduated uh, more mayors than NFL players. <laughs> believe it or not but 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 that that shows the uh you know the, the how much this school is a part of the community once again right absolutely and you you mentioned uh linda she went away and then something drew her back right just like uh nate was saying that he you know he was away for a bit and something drew you know drew him back so i think that's it's a credit to the school it's a credit to the the culture and and the feeling of Belonging. It's also a credit to, to who Linda is. I mean, right? She is truly a special presence in that community. I mean, it's almost, you know, I, I dare use the word fate. Um, she, yeah, she had been a Latin teacher at the school and then left to start her family. And as her daughter was getting old enough to that, she didn't have to that she was ready to go back to work. She just, I mean, she picked a picked up her computer and looked for some job listings. And as fate would have it there, she, there was a listing for a Latin teacher. You know, it was an open position as a, for a Latin teacher at St. Bernard's and, you know, and she took that job and quickly got thrown into the fire feet first as the, as the new principal, as the school was entering what was potentially the end of its history. Right. And she rose to the occasion. I, I, I mean, in a way that was different. I mean, Nate, I, you, you once described this for us. Like, like the school didn't expect, or maybe the diocese didn't expect Linda's kind of twist uh, yeah. on, on how on on leadership, on how she thought about taking this school. I mean, I remember Nate once describing to us like they hired her w- without expecting the, the how powerful her kind of out-of-the-box thinking was going to be. And Correct. without that, I don't know if we're talking today. Um, Linda's, you know, it, it, it's fate, it's 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 love, it's passion, um, but she's true. And it's also talent. I mean, she's just a great administrator. And it's she also, as an interesting little backstory, the high school she attended is one of the high schools that, Catholic high schools that got consolidated in Worcester. Uh-huh. So this was something she knew the the sadness and the pain of that loss of that yeah. end of an age. Yeah, I th- I think that it a little gives you a little more push to fight for it when you've experienced it. You know. Yeah, she described in one scene in the film. She 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 describes holding her first assembly as principal of the school after the announcement was made that the school was going to be closed down. And her main goal was to keep these kids 
to keep the faith to use a to, to you know no pun or pun intended I guess you know to make sure that these kids believed that in themselves and in the community that they would keep the school open she she recognized the potential impact of losing the school on the kids and so she was a great communicator mm-hmm. she held an assembly asked the kids to hold hands and 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 pray frankly because she knew what this could potentially mean, and she wanted them to believe that they were all in it together. They were all in, uh, you know, that's hence the name of the film. Right. Well, and it's it's so funny because this is something, this documentary, this film is something that the majority of, of viewers can relate to whether you have faith or not. It's yeah. the loss of this established long history, you know, having building it's it's a it's a i get not a landmark but it's a it's something that's been in town for as long as you can remember truly and- i mean I, I i you know i just to pick up on your the, the word faith once again i think for 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 the saint bernard's community for the kids for the administrators for the football team for the steering committee for coach bingham who led this effort th- there was an element of faith you know in in their true faith as students and administrators and teachers at a Catholic school, but it was also a more like humanistic faith, a faith in each other, a faith, a belief and a faith that they would fulfill, that they had, they, that they would do the work that needed to be done. And that's what I hope we captured in the film. What I hope, you know, you see is that these people surely, sure they believed in a higher purpose, but they also believed in each other. Right. And they believed in the, the saving of the school their attentions and their, and the work to, to keep it. Yeah. Thematically, one of the things that, that coach Bingham hits on several times in the movie. And I think it just ties right into that is something that he continually preaches to the players, which is bad things happen. What are you going to do? And basically that was this whole two years of saving the school was roadblocks and everything else. And you can choose to, you know, kind of cry in the corner or you can rally together and continue to push through. And that's I love that you brought that up, Nate. I I love that you brought that up because that is so important. Um, Coach Bingham's an old school guy, but he has kind of a, a, almost like a, a, a new age way of thinking. He didn't let these kids stay, get stuck in the, the problem. You know, as Nate just said, bad things happen. What are you going to do? You know, he he challenged them on the field when their season was going awry to rise to the occasion and make a choice. They had a choice about how hard to work, how to play, how to treat, how, how to believe in themselves. And they did. And I think that resonated throughout the community. I love that you brought that up, Nate. I mean, like bad things happen. What are you going to do? That's something we can all relate to in life. We all have challenges and we all have that choice. Bad things are going to happen. What are you going to do? Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that that's that's an incredible message. Uh, again, not to harp on it, but people that might see you know the trailer for the film, they might be like, "Oh God," <laughs> no pun intended. But they'd be like, "Oh God, <laughs> it's just it's Catholic," you know. But that's not the point. It is part of it. It is absolutely. You got to acknowledge that. But you don't need to not watch it just because you're not a you know you don't go to Catholic church. It's a broader message, I yeah. think. Not yeah. giving, you know, working on something you believe it, you know, is is yeah. worth work. 
I mean, yeah, um, the, the school could, could have been the story of a, you know, a, of a yeshiva. It could have been the story of a charter school. It could have been the story of any institution that was beloved, you know, after and after many years was was as in, in, in an as in an existential battle. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, but what it comes down to is again that choice. You know, th- this community believed in itself and did the hard work, and you know, maybe there was a little bit of, you know, a little bit of. You know, fate, you know, f- smiling on them. Um, but I like to think that this was a real, this was about hard work and about togetherness and teamwork and making that choice that we just talked about. Absolutely. Well, this is, it's called All In Miracle at St. Bernard's. It's video on demand December 13th. Just, you can watch it anywhere Amazon, Tubi, Voodoo, things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's available currently. Um, is available uh, for pre-order on uh, Apple iTunes, Apple T- Apple TV, and uh, and Amazon. Um, but it'll be widely, you know, available more widely. You know, Google all your video on demands at Google Play, Vimeo, um, you name it. You just search for it, and it'll also be for many people who aren't necessarily digital streaming uh, on demand users. It'll be on on demand on cable systems all over the country starting on the 13th you can you, you probably can't search for it just yet until it's actually live on those on-demand platforms but starting the 13th search for miracle uh, all in miracle at saint bernard's uh premiering on december 13th all right awesome quick question for nate you said your son uh, attends the high school now he does is he on the football team he is a junior he was the starting quarterback and starting free safety this season Oh, there you I'm go. gonna I'm gonna step in and be his PR guy for a minute. Uh, Sal Bellata took the team back to the Super Bowl, the state championship, for the first time since the the story in our film. So <laughs> Nate has a lot to be proud of. Besides his his star turn and all in, he's got a, he's got a son to be proud of as well. Um, so I appreciate that. You're keeping that whole family community heartwarming. You. It's a, you know, it's a, the little engine that could, it's the, the overcoming of the obstacles. It's just every generation's just going to keep it rolling. And I yeah. think that's, I think not to go off tangent, but I think a lot of times we don't respect um, old things. We don't respect the history of buildings. You know, they'd rather knock it down and, and build, you know, a shopping mall or a gas station. And I think films like yours, it brings attention to the problems of uh, schools that require tuition. Uh, I, I can't think of what, they're not public schools, you know, private schools. It brings yeah. attention to the difficulties that they have, which is awesome. But it also brings attention to the fact that we have these beautiful historic buildings people don't care about. We need to start caring because, you know, I'm old. So <laughs> I, I want everybody to have that respect and I want the buildings to have that respect. And I think, the fact that a film like this is garnering so much attention, I think it's I think it's fantastic. The yeah, building the is funny you mentioned years old. Um, it's named, uh, I, you know, I like to I like to point out it's named for the patron saint of mountain climbing, um, and, <laughs> and so that that hundred years of existence has been, you know, quite a climb. Uh, but like getting to the summit where they are, you know, back again after nearly falling off a cliff has turned out to be an amazing story. Well, in the film, it said uh, that the school not only matched what it needed, right? It it matched funds that it needed. It it has excess. So 
is it on strong footing now? Is it, is it okay? <laughs> so that's a, that's a fantastic question. The, the goal, the initial goal was $2 million. We ended up raising three. Um, what that allowed us to do was dramatically lower tuition and do a little bit of deficit spending while we started to fill the seats. So the enrollment at it, when we bottomed out was at 104. We're over 200 right now, looking somewhere around 250 when we open the doors next fall. So we're about a year, 16 months ahead of schedule in the strategic plan. And we're feeling like we're really, really in a sound place right now. Right. And it does mention in the film that you had the biggest freshman class so far. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, correct. Yep. And it's um, just for an example, this, the, the, the 2019 football team that they, that the, the documentary focuses on dressed 26 kids for the championship game. When we yeah. played in the championship game last Friday, we dressed 41. Oh, that's incredible. And I thought that was easy. Just to sidetrack for a minute, you mentioned the, the 20, uh, 26 kids, but the other team had like 64, right? Correct. Yep. That, that means if your player sprains an elbow, <laughs> they still have to play because, you know, you don't have a lot of substitutions to make. Yeah. I don't know That's if any correct. of your listeners will, you know, are, are football fans. I mean, many of them probably get it. But when you have 26 kids, a good chunk of whom are freshmen and, you know, little kids who are just kind of growing up it's a challenge just to field a practice squad, you know, to feel, you know, to be able to practice 11 on 11, you're using just about every body that shows up. So the fact that they made it to the Super Bowl in 2019 against those odds um, is pretty remarkable in and of itself. Right. It's a, it's an amazing story of overcoming inside of a story of overcoming. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Thanks for using little engine that could, I, I love that analogy that, and that's what they are. They, they believed in themselves. Absolutely. Is there a website for the film that people can get more information? There is a website. There's a page on the um, school website. So stbernardshighschool.org. There's a tab that's called All In Film. There's also a Facebook page, All In Doc, and an Instagram page for All In Doc. All In Doc. Awesome. So what's up next for you? Evan, what do you got going on next? Well, we're, we, you know, our production company is always trying to stay ahead and do, you know, whatever we can to, you know, keep the, to, to pay the bills and keep the doors open. But we love passion projects like this. We're working on uh, a doc in the, you know, uh, uh, believe it or not, we're shifting gears from football, working on business. We're doing a, we've been working on a long-term project uh, documenting the uh, founding of a startup, of a tech startup. I wish I could tell you more about it, but we're sworn to secrecy on that one until it's out. Um, and we're working on some other stuff about real estate, um, and music. Uh, so we, you know, we have a, you know, it, it's going to be hard to let this one go. Cause this was such a special project. I wish it could go on forever, but we're always got a couple of irons in the fire and, you know, as a storyteller, um, yeah, but as a storyteller, I think stories like the St. Bernard's one are, are really rare and we're fortunate to have been a part of it. Absolutely. Well, Nate, he could always he could always come back. You know, the the opening game next fall. <laughs> Absolutely, they're always welcome. The, <laughs> the boys at the boys at this point see Evan and Greg and kind of just go about their business. They they don't even think twice about it anymore. 
Oh, that was one thing I wanted to ask you because um, really quickly, we, we see students being interviewed. So at, were they at first, were they like nervous? And then by the end of it, they were like, hey, you know? Yeah, Evan, I'll today, let you answer that one. Yeah, I mean, kids today are pretty used to cameras. I mean, they carry them in their in their pockets and their backpacks every day. So um, the kids were, were were really comfortable. I mean, Greg mentioned. I mean, Nate mentioned my partner Greg Backer, who did a lot of these interviews, and we we actually produced it at a really interesting, awkward time. And we we shot a lot of this stuff as we were just emerging from the. COVID lockdown. So Greg was running these interviews, like making sure everybody was swabbed and socially distant and, you know, and, 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 and following all kinds of COVID protocols, but also trying to do deep interviews. And the I, fact is the kids were really just very comfortable in front of the camera, great subjects, great storytellers, really generous with their time. Um, but, you know, just like generally good kids. Oh, well, guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. And I hope that St. Bernard's just continues to thrive. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks, Bob. You guys have a nice night, okay? You, you as well. Bye-bye. Take care.